When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We're going down the rabbit hole. Here they go, they go down the rabbit hole. That's right. Today, the little nugget and corner of pop culture we're going to go down deep into is uh, 1983, uh, 83, 84, and the end of Laverne and Shirley. A little, a little setting the table for our uh, younger folks. You may have, you may hear of Laverne and Shirley in passing. You obviously know the famous theme song, Shalmiel Shalamazel. But what people don't understand, because you can easily dismiss the show, is the show was a ratings juggernaut. Juggernaut. By its third year, Laverne and Shirley was the most, (laughs) the most watched show on television. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't to be taken lightly. It was a money-making machine for the Alphabet Network. Thus brings us to the finale. Thus brings us to the final year and why it was so tumultuous and why ABC just didn't want to let it go. So Mm. what happened was, obviously, the show is called Laverne and Shirley, and it starred Penny Marshall and, and Cindy Williams. But Cindy Williams in its last year, had gotten pregnant and uh, before the shooting of the final year and wanted to leave. And it led to contract disputes, fighting between Penny Marshall and Cindy Williams, and it ended up that the final season of Laverne and Shirley, other than a couple episodes, didn't have Shirley. (laughs) So, uh, oddly... Uh, it was just Laverne. And here is Cindy Williams uh, talking about how that happened, why that happened, et cetera, et cetera. And then we'll get into how she kind of paved the way. She was a trailblazer. Yes, and you'll understand this, Nancy. I was pregnant, and I came back for the eighth season thinking, well, it'll hide me behind, you know, behind uh, sofas and all whole pillows or sacks of groceries <laughs> and then they gave me my contract to sign and it read that I was due to work on my due date that they had me working on my due date so it went back and forth between the studio and me and trying to sort that all out and in the end I just I mean it gets so complex I could have written a whole book on that but um, in the end I, I, I left because she left and Penny Marshall was not happy Um, she was not happy at all and went to ABC and actually went to Cindy and was like, what can we do? And so here's uh, Penny Marshall kind of talking from her and the late Penny Marshall's voice. It's so delightful. I mean, she's so, oh, she was a jewel. I mean, just listening to her talk in her normal voice is great. Listen to this. I was aware she was pregnant because I could see. (laughs) 
and she told me I didn't wasn't aware that he would be such a pest. Now, here is where the story gets interesting. Thank you for asking. It is Penny. Uh, it was Cindy Williams' husband. Oh, who was kind of acting as her agent. And the story goes that he was kind of out of his league in these negotiations and was kind of sabotaging her. He didn't know it, but he was really pissing people off, including Penny Marshall. And don't forget, and you'll hear from him, Gary Marshall, Penny's brother, was one of the creator's executive producers uh, on the show. So Cindy's husband was just not, not making any friends. Yeah, when it wanted hours in writing and Winnebago's, when we we never had time to go to a Winnebago. You know, that takes more energy climbing up the steps, opening the door. I said, I don't kiss him. Lay in bed the whole time. And I would be the biggest pain in the ass pregnant person you've ever seen. I'll run around. Just take half the dialogue. But he wanted her thing, and money in a paper bag in October. I mean, she was, and he wanted a credit. Yeah, it was all this insanity. It wasn't Cindy, but she thought, oh, he loves me. He's taking care of me. Yeah. So that was it. And then I didn't speak to her, not because I was mad at her, because he wouldn't put me through to her. Oh. Yep. Oh, no. Yep. So, you know, at the beginning of that, that clip, Penny is listing off all of the things that he was demanding. Cindy thought he was being an ally. But as you heard from Penny, who had, let's be clear, Penny, like Carol O'Connor and all the family, and like my beloved Larry Hagman on Dallas, in this era, you need to realize Penny for a woman, and I'm not saying that to be sexist, but this is a different era. Mm-hmm. Penny Marshall, as a woman in television, was unbelievably powerful very powerful do you think that's because of her dad gary i uh, heard brother or you mean brother. gary yeah yeah, gary. G- yeah yeah well a little bit but they but she but uh great question don but uh, not just because of gary but she was they knew paramount the studio uh, which did laverne and shirley and the network they knew penny was talented so much so that Paramount, um, this at the same time Laverne and Shirley was going, Paramount was was teeing up her directing career. She was so she was getting ready to direct a movie, so they knew they had the golden goose creatively well, and in Penny cool. Marshall. Oh, like, what, Lex. the first seven seasons. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, the ratings declined after season four or five, but still, it was still a juggernaut. It was mm-hmm. still making millions of dollars for ABC. So yeah, so that just, alone, yeah. So great question, but it, 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 it just like the the men that I listed, it, she was on the upper echelon of powerful stars back in the day. That if whatever she she wanted, so that's why she said what she said. She went to Cindy and she goes, "What do you want? Like I'll do yeah, whatever you bed. need. Yeah, you you wait till the last minute and then come on the set, read your lines, whatever you want. I will make happen. But then, at now ex husband, a husband went in. And was negotiating out of his league and making things worse. Mm. And not only destroyed the professional relationship that Cindy had, but also uh, ruined, obviously, as you heard, the friendship. Mm. But, you know, uh, historically, and Gary Marshall talks about this, the thing people don't really realize is 
Gary was uh, in charge of both Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley. Happy Days, or uh, Laverne, if you guys don't know, Laverne and Shirley is a spinoff of Happy Days. Happy Days was a harmonious set, uh, legendarily. Like, everybody just got along. The, the opposite was true for Laverne and Shirley. It was always in turmoil. The cast was never kind of satisfied and happy. And now, sadly, you know, there's a... G- Gary Marshall did an interview several years ago where he talks about... He said, you know... It was one of those things where you didn't know the the cliche. You don't know what you have until it's gone. He said, in retrospect, every one of the cast members had eventually come to him and said, those were the best years of my life. And I had mm. no idea. Mm. They were all looking for other things. You know, they sure. didn't. It was one of those things where, yeah, this is great. But they're always looking to the next thing, not realizing how great what they had right in front, how great what they had right in front of them was. Yes. Yeah. So back, so back to that final year. So Cindy left, and then Laver- uh, so uh, uh, Penny Marshall was kind of stuck. You know, she was like, "I I don't really want to do this. I I don't. I have no desire really uh, to come back." And here she is talking about that. Because I don't want to go back. Why do I want to go back? We did enough. We had enough of syndication. And Michael Ovis was my agent. He said, "You got to come back, or they'll see you." Great. <laughs> I so I came back. I went to Gary Martino. I said, "Look, it says Laverne and Shirley. I have favorite nations with a person who ain't here. I'm here. Give me double or nothing. And if she comes back, we'll go back to the way it was." So I made my own deal. But they had made another deal, which I'm still not happy about. That. <laughs> so she got double. She got double the salary. Um, because Cindy wasn't there and they did, you know, uh, Penny grudgingly completed her contract. So they did a crappy last season, which included, and this is where I will end the weirdest version of the Laverne and Shirley theme song that you totally forgot about in the day. As most of you know, we've played it for years on TV TRL, the Laverne and Shirley theme song has uh, famously starts with Laverne and Shirley skipping and doing the schlemiel schlemazel. Um, and, uh, but in the last season, well, that, that changed to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, that changed to my favorite thing to ever happen to TV shows. Oh, they God. had, they had children do it. Um, here oh, is God. the beginning of the final season's theme song. They okay. had children. But not too bad. Not as bad yeah. as I thought it would be. It's still children. <laughs> and this is where um, this is where at the point where they are in California, right? Which still, yeah, yeah. the show because that was horrible. That, too. I thought that's when it jumped the shark. Yep. Uh, it just kind of like so does eh, Penny. you know, uh, Milwaukee was the best place for them to be, and then yep. they changed it to California, and yep. everybody was like, "What? I don't know. It just didn't seem the same." Everyone on the show agrees with you, Dawn. Uh, Penny in another clip says that. She goes, look, the show was already done when we when they moved us to California. Penny did not want that. Yeah. Uh, wow. She goes, you know, we're supposed to be poor. How can you look poor in shiny Hollywood? You yeah. can't. Yeah. yeah. So nope. there we go. You know, do you think that it would be different now if they made a show, a show like this now? Would they have yes. written in her pregnancy? They would have. Would they? Because and- that's more realistic. 
Yeah, and thank you for asking. That's a, actually a better way to end this. Uh, Penny Mar or Cindy Williams blazed a trail because she said right after she was let go or right after she decided to come back, mm-hmm. guess what appeared on the Paramount lot? A daycare center. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Imagine I see all that. of this stuff with her husband trying to fight for her. He shouldn't have had to do that. No. This is ridiculous. I mean, yep. it is cruel and almost... Um, they were trying to make a point, I think, by scheduling her on her due yep. date. I think oh, that yes. they were angry that she got pregnant. Yep. And it screwed up their show. Yep. And that is just wrong. And right after. But can you imagine how the different. It could have. I know we have issues with kids joining, but. Oh, yeah. I it would have. If they wrote something into yes! to it where it would just be a natural, like, women have children. Yes. And how does Laverne deal with that? I mean, there's so many great. Comic lines opportunities. And comic. Yes, yeah. I think the issue was that she was an unmarried person. That was the yep. bigger issue, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they could have married her off quickly, as they did. Oh, they yeah. just had her be, yeah. yeah. Laverne with a baby, a babysitting. Oh, my they, God. The oh, comedic- that would have been hilarious. Yep. <laughs> Macho men running ABC, I'm telling you. Uh.